Welcome to episode 25 in the Lives of the Saints second series. I'm Father Ron Shibley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church. In this episode, I pay tribute to St. Francis of Assisi, whose feast day is October the 4th. The musical theme is Horatio Nelson's hymn from All the Saints in Warfare, written in 1864 A.D. and played to the tune Aurelia, primarily remembered as the tune for the Church's One Foundation. The recording was produced in the United Kingdom by Richard Irwin, whose website www.hymnswithoutwords.com includes many traditional Anglican hymns and tunes performed on the organ and available for download and use in local services. I thank Richard Irwin for granting permission for its use. St. Francis, whose birth name was Giovanni di Bernadone, was born in 1181 or 1182 A.D. in what was at that time known as the Duchy of Spoleto, a subdivision of the Holy Roman Empire, and is now part of the province of Umbria in central Italy, north and east of Rome. He was one of seven children born into a silk merchant family whose and their wealth permitted him a boyhood and early manhood of prosperity and excess. The house in which he grew up still stands. According to biographers, he was known by the nickname his father gave him, Francesco. The illustration is the central figure of a 13th century oil on panel displaying 20 scenes from his life. Little is known about his childhood and education, but it is likely that he was educated at home. By that time, the Italian language had largely replaced Latin, although he likely did learn Latin, which was still the language of nobility and of the church at Rome. His biographers record that he was something of a dandy, being handsome and very well-dressed, usually in brightly colored garments. Reaching a young adulthood, he volunteered twice for military service, was captured once, and spent a year as a prisoner of war. He returned to Assisi around 1203 A.D. Early biographies, generally highly colored accounts, report a brief and unexplained experience with ill health before the event in which the direction of his previously privileged life changed forever. That event occurred in the year 1205 A.D. when a street beggar approached him at his father's stall asking for alms. He gave the beggar everything he had in his pockets and abandoned the stall. His father, as a result, threatened to disinherit him unless he changed his ways. Other similar incidents are reported by biographers, including the first to feature instructions by a voice from heaven which told him to sell his horse to raise money to repair the declining church of St. Damien at Assisi. He did so, and with, and with this event, the alienation with his father was complete. He renounced his inheritance publicly, declaring his marriage to a new bride, Christ. Thereafter, he adopted the clothing of peasants and took the name Francis. In the next few years, he founded three orders 
committed to poverty and what he called walking in the footsteps of Jesus. These include the Franciscans, officially known as the Friars Minor, which was recognized by Pope Innocent III in 1210 A.D., the Poor Clares, or Second Franciscan Order of Poor Ladies, founded in 1213 A.D. with Clare of Assisi, another resident of Assisi who had renounced wealth, shaved her head, and adopted vows of poverty. And finally, in 1218 A.D., the Brothers and Sisters of Penance, prominently, commonly called the Third Order, and which did not require a vow of poverty, but was pledged, members were pledged to pursue earthly peace, to renounce the use of force, and any kind of court action. The illustration is a 13th century fresco of St. Francis at the Benedictine Abbey of St. Scholastica at Subiaco, Lazio Province, Italy. It is the oldest known image of St. Francis. St. Francis was never ordained into the priesthood, preferring unlicensed street preaching and work among the poor. The three orders that he founded grew rapidly, spreading to other countries, and eventually, around 1220 A.D., control of the first, the Friars Minor, or the Franciscans, was formalized by the papacy, and not long afterwards, St. Francis stepped aside from administration of the order. Between 1212 A.D. and 1217 A.D., St. Francis developed a kind of wanderlust, desiring to get out of Italy for a period, and visited several regions around the Mediterranean, including Egypt, Dalmatia, Morocco, and the Holy Land. Now in its 800th year of presence in the Holy Land, his Franciscan order still holds special status. It is the owner of the Church of the Nativity in Jerusalem. In 1224 A.D., he is, excuse me, in Bethlehem, he is said to have received stigmata resembling the five wounds to Christ on the cross. He is depicted in that manner by famous artists of the 15th through the 17th century, including Giotto, Bellini, El Greco, and Caravaggio. St. Francis was a trendsetter. Anticipating the modern conservation movement by centuries, he considered animals and birds to be equally part uh, with mankind of God's creation and worthy of protection and sympathy. He referred to the parts of nature, including the sun and the moon, as brothers and sisters. He was the first to establish a live nativity crutch in a barnyard setting following the Western style of painting using animals and straw-filled feeding troughs, and this occurred at Greccio, Italy, near Assisi in 1220 A.D. Thereafter, churches throughout the Western Church followed his example, and it was no longer possible to go back to the earlier Eastern Church tradition of celebration of the Nativity in the setting of the cave under the Church of the Nativity in Bethlehem, which is owned by the Franciscans. About 1224 A.D., near the end of his life, he composed a poem, Canticle of the Creatures, 
1919 A.D., it was translated and arranged by William R. Draper as a hymn, All Creatures of Our God and King, which was intended for use as an Easter hymn in the Church of England. All Creatures of Our God and King is hymn number 777 in the AIC Bookstore publication, the St. Chrysostom Hymnal, Volume 2. In it, I set the hymn to the 17th century German Lutheran tune, Lost uns der Freuen, using Draper's text and the arrangement of the tune by Rafe von Williams from 1906. The hymn has been used often as a ceremonial processional hymn throughout the Western Church. Although the song is, intent, is included in our hymnal on the section on hymns to God the Father, the final verse incorporates fully St. Francis' conception that all of creation from mankind to the smallest animal are part of God's creation, with a lyric that expresses quite well the humility typical of St. Francis. Let all things there create or bless, and worship Him in holy, in humbleness. Oh, praise Him, Alleluia. Praise, praise the Father, praise the Son, and praise the Spirit, three in one. Oh, praise Him, Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. St. Francis died in the night of October the 3rd, October the 4th, in 1226 A.D. at age 45. According to tradition, he was listening to a requested reading of Psalm 143, Voce mia dominum. The first line in English using the 1928 Book of Common Prayer text is, I cried unto the Lord with my voice, Yes, even unto the Lord did I make my supplication. He was canonized by his friend and longtime supporter Gregory the Ninth in 1228 A.D. About the time of his death, the lower church of the Basilica of St. Francis was begun. It was completed in 1230 A.D., six years after his death. The upper church of St. Francis was consecrated in 1253 A.D., the remains of St. Francis were reburied inside the altar of the later church. The exact location was unknown until they were uncovered on the 12th of December, 1818 A.D. They were afterward encased in a glass urn in the lower basilica by Pope Paul IV in 1978 A.D. The illustration is a photograph of the upper and lower churches of the Papal Basilica of St. Francis of Assisi, Italy, the headquarters of the Franciscan Order. Owing to St. Francis's practice of reading homilies to the birds and animals, whom he called brothers and sisters, he is honored in the Roman Church as the patron saint of animals. He is further honored by the blessing of the animal service, which is usually conducted on his feast day, October the 4th. Figures of St. Francis remain popular in church cemeteries and in both public and private gardens. In 1939 A.D., along with St. Catherine of Siena, he was declared by Pope Pius XII as a co-patron saint of Italy. 
He is the patron saint of the Catholic Diocese of San Francisco, California, which is home to the National Shrine of St. Francis of Assisi. The collect for the Feast of St. Francis is from the 1963 edition of Lesser Feasts and Fasts. Most High, Almighty, and Good Lord, grant thy people grace to renounce gladly the vanities of this world, that after the example of blessed Francis we may for love of thee delight in all thy creatures with perfectness of joy through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for joining me for episode 25 in the Lives of the Saints second series. Next time in episode 26, I celebrate the life of the blessed William Tyndale, whose feast day is October the 6th. Episodes of this and all our videos are available on both our YouTube channel, the full URL address of which is https colon slash slash www.youtube.com slash c slash St. John C. And also through the episode links at our newly redesigned website, www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. At that site, the digital library link gives access to all our Christian education and seasonal videos. The Bible study link similarly connects you to our two existing Bible study video series, New Testament Gospels and Revelation. The podcast homilies link gives access to our extensive archive of MP3 podcast homilies of the Sundays in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer. The podcast archive link gives access to podcasts of all of our video series, whether Christian education, seasonal, or Bible study. The two virtual bookstore links at the bottom center of the homepage provide access to information about both the paperback and Kindle editions of all our AIC bookstore publications. Purchase of these books helps fund this Internet ministry, with 100% of all book royalties donated to the AIC. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our newly redesigned website and use its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.